0: Today's theme is um, supporting and upholding one another. We have, over uh, the summer period, been uh, looking at uh, the scriptures which underpin the principles which form our uh, Church Code of Conduct, which we adopted back in the autumn of 2019 and uh, this is our, our last one of those um, the series when we think about supporting and upholding one another that we are called, required to support and uphold each other but we started actually with a different um, one and if, if it will be mentioned on the next slide um, if you could advise that we started with the golden rule the golden rule is um, to uh, treat others as you would like to be treated basically it's there in scripture and it's it's often called the golden rule it's not called the golden rule in scripture just like the great commission isn't called the great commission it's just what we refer back to and just sort of say that bit the golden rule is, is treat others as you would like to be treated and that's how we began, and I'm wanting to think about that in a very particular context. Um, now, and uh, to ask the question about how do we want to be treated when we mess up? And uh, so we mess up, because of, there can be various reasons why we, uh, why we mess up. Sometimes... Sometimes it's because of bad decisions. Let me give you an example. Briefly, you probably don't need me to give you an example of bad decisions which cause people to mess up. But you're driving along, the fuel light comes on, and you say, you know what, this will get me to my destination I don't need to stop to fill up for petrol at the next station which is quite pricey no we'll get there we'll be fine and then uh, you find yourself um, on the hard shoulder uh, with a car without any uh, fuel in it and uh, you Recognise that you've made a bad decision. And everyone else in the car with you also recognises very well that you have made a bad decision. We need... how, How, when that happens, do we want to be treated? We want to be treated with some gentleness and kindness and patience which people might find it difficult to muster. <laughs> but that's what we want, and that's what we're called to give. It's not the only reason we uh, mess up. We might mess up because of more kind of silly mistakes. Let, let's have us on the motorway again. And uh, we're heading for an address in, in Saffron Walden. And put in at the beginning of a CB10, but we don't actually put in CB10. We put in CT10 and we start going down the M11 and we're fully expecting that and we're just thinking, have we, uh, I'm sure I am normally turn off before now and gradually, bit by bit, you realise that CT10, if you follow it forever, will end up in broad stairs which is much further down the M11 and beyond than you were ever wanting to go. It was just a little mistake. But it ends up that you mess up. How do you want to be treated when you make those silly mistakes? It might not be a bad decision. It might just be a silly mistake. How do you want to be treated? It's just with gentleness, patience. Hmm. Sometimes we fail and mess up because, let's be honest, of a lack of effort. Uh, We're asked to make sure that there is a meal on the table for six o'clock. And um, actually, we were a bit too engrossed in various other things which were more fun than going to shop for ingredients um, or actually... Um, prepare them for the meal and so we get to sort of 5.30 and realise actually we're not going to get a meal on the table for six the right meal and um, maybe our own laziness or, or lack of effort has contributed to the fact that we've messed up bear with one another is what the scripture says, bear with one another and sometimes it's because of a, of a lack of skill You know, somebody asks says my computer software is not behaving how it should be can you help me get back on the straight and narrow and I will try turning the machine off and on again and sometimes, after doing that, it works, and I will look cleverer than I am. But often, sometimes you mess up or you fail at a task just because you do not have the skills necessary to do what somebody else wants you to do. Go on, Bill. Win this of gold at the Olympics. You know, it's not happening. <laughs> that wouldn't be a lack of effort. I mean, that would contribute, but... <laughs> There's all kinds of reasons why we can fail, why we can mess up. Some of them aren't really our fault. Some of them we have contributed to in some way. Some of them, you know, they, there could be some blame attached. But in all of them, in all of them, in all of those scenarios, if it's us, uh, the end of those situations, we want to be treated with gentleness, respect, kindness, even when what people were hoping for is not happening. That's part of what we are thinking about today is really, or at least part of it, is when we mess up, The verse talks about the beginning of the chapter, the uh, passage we are about to read begins, bear with each other, (laughs) bear with each other. Let's listen uh, to scripture. It's Romans uh, chapter 15. Thanks. The passage this
1: morning is Romans 15 verses 1 to 7. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbours for their good, to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another, then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God.
0: don't know how many of you like the um, TV show Miranda, we're rather fond of it in our house, Uh, Miranda Hart, comedian, who has a um, a, a, sort of a sitcom, and one of the characters, played by Sally Phillips, is is mightily annoying, (laughs) um, to be honest, and she quite often spends time during the conversation on her phone, and it is on her phone testing people, and she sort of looks up and just says to people, "Bear with, bear with, bear with." Sometimes it's not easy to bear. It is an aspect of loving each other, but it strikes me that um, when Paul is writing this, it, you know, he's saying, "Bear with each other." This is kind of this is kind of the paddling pool of loving each other. <laughs> doesn't make it easy actually (laughs) but even when you've completed and mastered if ever you do bearing with each other there's still more to loving each other than that (laughs) but it's at least important first steps bearing with each other even when they are being foolish even when they make bad decisions Even when they're making mistakes, even when they disagree with you. And that's part of the context here. If you read the previous chapter in Romans, talking about the weak and the strong, it's people actually having disagreements about what appropriate behavior in church is all about. So actually, there's there's some disagreements there, not just mistakes, disagreements. And he's saying, bear with each other. Bear with it's kind of as I said, one of those first steps of living together in love is, is is bearing with each other. You know, who said that we should expect church life to be easy or smooth? Not Paul, who says that it's actually quite important to tell church people about other church people. Bear with each other. <laughs> Because he knows that he knows that we will disagree, he knows that we will annoy, he knows that we'll make mistakes, <laughs> he knows that we'll get it wrong, he knows that we need each other <laughs> to be kind. <laughs> Patient. Bear with. But he moves on from just saying, bear with each other, and actually says, seek the other person's good. Seek their good. You can't really do that without bearing with them. But that does take it a step further to build them up to build each other up not to tear each other down and sometimes it's not actually tearing each others down it's sometimes it can be that little chip 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 at people's confidence or self sense of worth we're called here To please our neighbours for their good. To build them up. To please them. It is about doing good for them, for their good. But it's also doing it, or trying to do it in ways that actually please them. Rather than grudgingly actually sort of saying, I've done this for your good, (laughs) whether you like it or not. I'm not saying that there aren't sometimes times when we might have to make decisions or do things which people do not welcome at first glance for somebody's good. I recognise that. But it says, it says you try to please them try to put a smile on their face while you are doing them good and building them up. And accept them. Verse seven. Accept them, accept one another, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. Accept each other as part of the family. Even in this context where people have been disagreeing about even what appropriate behaviour in the church is about. There have been an argument about the weak and the strong, and I'm not going to get into the nature of those arguments, but just to say this is being written into a situation of disagreement where, where people disagree about what's right behaviour he's saying bear with each other accept each other be patient because Jesus has accepted you and he's accepted them don't go further and that points to really where this behavior should spring from in us. This this bearing with each other, this seeking one another's good, building each other up, accepting one another. It comes from Jesus Christ. And and sort of once by us looking at what Jesus is like and saying, well, we should be trying to embody what Jesus is like who didn't stand on his own rights, far from it. Even Christ didn't please himself. Even Christ didn't please himself. But as it's written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. He, he didn't please himself. He, he took upon himself the mess of the world. Our mess, other people's, and he absorbed it. Into himself on the cross. Bore it. Took it. Nothing about his own rights there. And all about seeking the welfare of the other. Who let's be honest didn't and doesn't deserve it. And so, so it's, it's this is what Christ is like. This is what Jesus is like. And we're called to model that. And we're called Not just to model it, it's not just, here is what Jesus is like, let's be like that. It is that, that's right. But it's also, this is what Jesus has done for you, how he's treated you, so you should treat others. So it's not just looking at him as an example, although it is that. It's also responding to what he has done for you. I know I've mentioned it before, and I will mention it again, just because... I can remember, I, I have a sort of photograph of the particular scene in my first postrate in West Bromwich. And I think it was, uh, I, I think it was Thomas's dedication service. Um, and uh, there'd been a bit of a mess up about the catering. And somebody had cooked a whole tray load of chicken for this event and had been told that it wasn't needed. <laughs> and had ended up taking this trayload of chicken home. And I sort of heard this and, and I went I went round on the Sunday afternoon to her house and said, I you know, I, I'm really sorry that happened. And and I just remember her and she and she and she just stood there, a woman in her sort of mid eighties probably at that stage, she just stood there and just said, I've been forgiven so much. How could I possibly you know, and it was as though how could I possibly hold that against you? As though the whole idea almost of her holding on to some kind of grudge because of having her life mess around, she said, No, I've got a big family, they're all getting chicken now. <laughs> she cooked really nice caribbean chicken as well i'm really sad but, uh, but, but it was just a beautiful moment where it was sort of, where it was it was sort of how could i how could i hold some kind of grudge you know when when jesus has done so much for me and that's the the essence of where this is coming from. It's just to say, look to Jesus, not just what he's like, but, but what he's done for you. He bears with us and more. He seeks our good and builds us up and likes to put a smile on our face, even though we don't really deserve it. He accepts us. There is a poem which I heard read once Uh, and uh, there was a complaint afterwards because it was fairly full of some quite fruity language to be read at a minister's conference but I've remembered it because basically it's this person who says I get really annoyed with those (laughs) beep 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 (laughs) who treat me badly and then it sort of comes to a point where he's just sort of realising that he's one of those beep beep beeps because he's messed up as well and because of the strong language it actually ended up really quite a powerful message we need to forgive we need to be gentle because we need gentleness and forgiveness ourselves And where does this lead to? If it comes from how how we've been treated in Jesus and by Jesus and what Jesus is like, where it flows to is, well, I can tell you it leads to happier and healthier churches. It leads to happier and healthier people. That's not particularly focused on in this passage. It's just true. What this passage focuses on particularly is that it brings glory to God. And praise to God. So that with one mind and one voice you may glory in, Just as in Christ accepted you. In order to bring praise to God. You see, when we live as we're called to live, that brings glory to God. When Christians treat one another well, that brings glory to God. The world sees what we're like. And when we model loving, supportive relationships, and when we uphold one another, in the very context of our our weakness and failure, that brings glory to God. And I would far rather be in a church which is thin on programme And fat on treating each other well. Than one which is fat on programs and activities. And thin on treating one another well. Because I know which one brings more glory to God. And I know which one actually people looking in find attractive. Bear with one another. Seek. Seek. One another's good. Accept one another. For this is God's purpose for us in Jesus Christ. And it brings glory to him. Let's pray. Oh Lord, help us to be the people you call us to be. In Jesus' name. Amen.